Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today. We have our evening with Medium events. We just had a sold out event last night, which was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and we have our last evening with Medium events for the 2019 year on December 13th. Mm-hmm. Tickets are still on sale at the website by sarlo.com. So make sure to grab those before they're sold out. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. It is currently available on the website and very shortly, within the next week or so, on Patreon. And we will explain how to get that. Um, It is a 10 to 12 minute show. There are five. We pick a theme, usually around emotional or um, spiritual intelligence. And the idea is to give you a toolkit so that you can practice and share those shows with other people. And there are five of them, and they air at the first week of each month. So speaking about Patreon, it is a paid membership, and it is a tiered series, so you can pick and choose what you're interested in and only pay into the things that you want to explore. And like you mentioned, it is about emotional and spiritual intelligence. It's going to help you have tools for better relationships, a better work experience, and just a general overall healthier life. And we're going to do one show, I believe, for free uh, on the website. For Sips of Sanity. For Sips of Sanity. And the rest of the four will be available on Patreon. Um, Coffee with the Sarlows will remain free in audio form, but Patreon has all of it in video format as well. Okay. So you can educate yourself by kind of perusing that site. That will be, pardon me, that will be available in September. We do personal sessions for people all over the world. We have two separate practices. You can go to the website by sarlo.com to fill out a form to request. And then we provide you with your service by Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, or telephone anywhere in the world. Perfect. So let's launch into today's show. Okay. So today's show is about two people that came for a session um, in the same afternoon, half an hour each. And both adults, both female. The first person that came in was an older woman. So I'm going to say middle-aged. We're just going to put her middle-aged, maybe in her 40s. And I'm going to call her Beth, just for lack of another name. And um, Beth came in, went through, and everyone's going to hear this constantly, went Went through through consent. consent. Um, So we went through the consent process. And then I said, what are you looking for? And she said, do you think I could just go open first and see what you get? And I said, sure. And if it doesn't meet your needs, speak up right away so that we can get on track for you. So when I just checked in with her spirit guides, they said, we're going to get right to the point here. You have half an hour. It's time. It, like We're looking at the clock here. It's time. And I'm like, it's time for what? And they go, the end of the marriage. This is it. It's done. She's done. She just wants to know because she feels it. The signs are everywhere in the actual relationship. She's just scared shitless and she's waiting for the push. She's waiting for that moment. And she's thinking, well, maybe seeing a psychic should be the moment. And I'm like, okay, is there anything else I'm supposed to do with that? Yeah, tell her to grow up. And I'm like, done that. I can can do that. Sure. And are we going to get into that? Or am I just going to tell her that? And they're like, no, no, we're going to get into it. Mm. She, this, is, this is exactly why she's here. And I'm thinking, well, this is really cool because this is super specific. So if I launch into this and she looks at me like, what? What are you doing? Then I'm totally off or I'm going to be like totally on. 
So I said, Beth, I said, I got it for you, and we're going to see if this is accurate. And I said, are you here to find out about your marriage? And she goes, maybe. And nothing's actually a maybe. No, but I can, you know what though, Kelly? I can understand the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand that, well, let's see if you're going to get it. Because remember, she's putting a lot on this, right? And she could put a lot on it for the half hour she's here. And then if she doesn't like the answers or she stays in her anxiety, she could just dump it all. She could just say, oh, she's not good. Or like she can just disregard it. So I thought, well... Okay, let, let, let's, let's head into this. So I said, Beth, I said, the spirit guides are just saying that you already know it's over, that you already know this and that you're here and that you're actually just testing. And it's not so much that you're testing me personally, you're testing to see if the spirit guides are actually for real and if they're really going to know what's going on in your life, if I can really give you enough affirmation so that you know it really is time. I like specific things that are happening in the marriage or not happening. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Because I, I see this very commonly in sessions about marriages, mm-hmm. that they're there for what you just described, but mm-hmm. in a certain element, they're also there a little bit for permission Absolutely. To, leave, to hear from the guides that they'll still be loved, that they'll still be okay, that they'll still get through it. Okay. Like, is there a team over there that's going to support me? Mm-hmm. Like, am I making the right decision? And I don't even know what I really believe about the other side or if there really is one. Like, it's messy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a great big pot of soup of just stuff they don't even know what's in it. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't like soups. So that was a great analogy. You're welcome. So I said, um, Beth, I said, the guys are saying that you already know this. You've already got tons of support from your parents. You've got tons of support from friends. You've even told a boss, and she went, mm. like, well, shit. That's that's specific. <laughs> yeah. And I said, so you've basically gone in every aspect of your life telling people, looking for the permission, looking for the support. And I said, as far as I can tell, this is your last stop. And if it's like, if this is a yes, you're done, you're in. And I said, so you're just looking for that. Is that correct? And she goes, Absolutely. And I said, well, then, (laughs) Mm -hmm. good for you. And I said, so are you still looking for all of the affirmations about what's not working in the marriage? And she went, nope. That's good. So we ended up, yeah, we ended up like trashing a whole part of the session that we didn't need to do. And I said, are you good to kind of like get going so that you can actually get through the next step? And she went, I think I would really like that because I haven't done that part with people other than that people say to me, you deserve better. And she goes, but I, I, I don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. They or, tell, or how to do yeah, it. Yeah. Like I, I don't actually know how to, how, to, how to do better or get better. And I don't even <sighs> know. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's everything I address in life coaching assessments. You know, okay. where you've got your five questions, if everyone remembers elementary school of when you have to do little reports and you answer your five, you know, W's and how, mm-hmm. and that's where everyone gets stumped mm-hmm. on any one of them too, because even why they're stumped with. Yeah. And and you're talking about finally addressing them. Yeah. So we just sat there and I said, okay, let's start with why you should move forward. And I said, and and it has to come down to the very first reason has to be for you. 
It can't be that you need to move forward or not move forward for children. Your children are at an age where they can cope with us. Mm. And I said, like, because they're, they're, they're teenagers and young adults. And she's like, yeah, that's true. And I, even though she kind of still thinks they're kids, right? So maybe, you know, people are listening to that. They can go, my excuse isn't there. You got me there, right? Because you can, well, I mean, you can make your kids at any age and still make them children to your, to your family unit, right? All right up until when grandchildren come. Yeah. Then I can't leave for the grandkids. They love grandma and grandpa. Like, Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I said to her, I said, um, the guides want you to leave for yourself first so that so that you don't leave and then just try and run into another relationship right away where I'm scared to be alone, I'm scared, and fear motivates your decisions. They want you to be aware of what you're scared of, so we're going to do your scaredy cat sheet. That's fantastic. And she got, and that, I don't even know where that came from. And I said, are you good with that? And she just giggles. And she goes, I know what you're saying, scaredy cat. And I said, okay. I said, so we're going to go through the sheet and ask the spirit guides the different things that you're afraid of, whether they're actually pertinent or not. And she goes, what do you mean? Wouldn't they all be pertinent? And I said, no. I said, some of the shit is just made up. And I said, it's just belief systems that aren't even rooted in anything that actually applies to you. And I said, believe it or not, some of them are even going to come from past lives Mm. where you've had patterns in past lives. And so you're actually scared of those things instead of, for example, that you could be quite healthy in this lifetime. But in a past life, for example, if you had multiple sclerosis and Maybe you felt like you couldn't leave because physically you couldn't care for yourself, so you felt trapped. Mm -hmm. And I said, so in this lifetime, you're reliving a same type of relationship, but you're not trapped, and there isn't going to be a diagnosis like that. That is so worth a pause, as you often will say when I'm talking, so I want to give it back to you, because I think a lot of people fear, especially in this day and age, how how will I take care of myself? Mm-hmm. If I get old and, and can't do it, mm-hmm. if I fall, if I anything, mm-hmm. even to the point where people are afraid to break a thumb, they think that's an injury and they can't take care of themselves. I get that. I, I've been through this. Mm-hmm. I, I, and with siblings with MS mm-hmm. um, and neurological diseases and cancers, I do understand that. Mm-hmm. I do understand a fear of leaving and being on your own when there may be eight brothers and sisters, in my case, that have different, well, some of them are healthy, but with different medical issues, and you think, well, what if I'm in that pool and I get that? Mm. Who's who's going to come and take care of me if I can't shovel my driveway, if I can't mm. maintain my home? You do go through those things. But I've also learned that you just you do your best to take care of yourself, and you just you live in the moment to do what you can. And what is going to come is going to come. And then you're going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And somehow you will. So anyway, she we, we talked about the her scaredy cat sheet and the types of things were on that were on that sheet. And part of it, how do I say that? Is past, present, and future. So we also kind of had to take, like we took a pencil and went past, present, and future. And then we also just took the pencil and, or we took a colored pen actually, and we just stroked things out that cool. were just bullshit. And we just called them bullshit. 
we would just go, well, that's a bullshit story. Yeah. And and it actually ended up being quite a fun session that we actually worked through her scaredy cat sheet slash bullshit sheet. Mm-hmm. And I said, now, it could be really relevant for you and, and beneficial for you to take your sheet to the people that you trust and share it with them so that they could call you out and go, you going into that? You doing that again? And and catch her where she could be thinking in those patterns. And this is why I'm not going to, this is why I'm going to freeze myself and I'm going to create a paralysis. Assuming that these are rational people to share this with. That's why I said good people. Yeah. Or I thought I said good people. Maybe I didn't hear you. Oh, Go on. it's okay. It's it's worth repeating that you have to take that to healthy people. Mm. Because if you don't, then the people that live those lives based in fear, they'll take your sheet and use it against you. Or or not in fear. The ones who live on their high horse could just put yeah. shame back in your face. Oh, you're in your bullshit again. No empathy, mm. no mm. tools, no support, just shame. Yeah, and in, instead say, hey, um, I see you're on your scaredy cat sheet. Uh, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you just? What do you need right now so that you can move through this? This is just a lawyer's appointment. This is just to get information, or this is meeting with your banker to find out what the finances are. Yes, some of the things might be difficult, but we're going to get through them. Let's just get the facts done. Or this could be a shit show of a divorce, but you'll survive it. So, what do you need? And actually, be able to get the right tools to do that. Mm-hmm. So. We went through her half-hour session creating that sheet by connecting with her spirit guides because she couldn't identify all of them on her own. And we wanted to make sure, too, Kelly, that other people weren't going to add to her sheet Hmm. and say, well, what if he does this to you? Well, what if... And brings in all of their own stuff, perhaps, from their own experience or a friend's or what they've seen on TV. So I said, so we want to also make sure that you don't add to your sheet. And if you do add to the sheet, you have to be aware that you write it down and then you write down where you got it. So if you got it from a TV show or a movie that you just went to and it impacted you and all of a sudden you're starting to change your decisions and you're going into sabotaging a healthier life, how did that happen? Smart. Yeah. That was her half hour. That... That is productive. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a, a wonderfully productive half hour too. So then the second lady comes in and she sat down and we'll call her, what do you want to call her? Betty. Also, sorry, I don't know if I wasn't listening. Did they come together? They came in the door together. Oh, so they know each other. As far as I know, yes. Okay, I missed yeah. that part. Go ahead. So so they came. To, uh, so Betty came in and... She sat down and I said, uh, Betty, I said, um, was that your mother? <laughs> oh, Because the guys are going, that was her mom. And I'm like, oh, well, that's going to be an affirmation right there if that's her mother. I could not tell. Mm-hmm. Age-wise, like look-wise, I couldn't see that. And she said, yeah, that's my mom. And I said, oh, my goodness. And I said, okay. I said, so what do you want in your half hour? And she says, um, oh, just open. I'm, I'm just here to see what you want to tell me. And I said, okay. And so she sat there and I said to the guides, well, what do you guys want to tell her then if this is wide open? And they said, well, we're going to tell her that she has to grow up. And I'm like, deja vu. Whoa. 
that's like mom. So like, what do I do with that? And they go, no, no, you, you keep going. Tell her that first. And I'm like, that's it? Just tell her that? And I said, okay, I'll just say it then. We'll see what happens. And I said, so I said, Betty, I said, the first message is the guides are saying is that it's time to grow up. You have to grow up. And she goes, yes. And, and she just gives me this look, eh? And I'm like, so I'm kind of like, way to go. Like this. And so I just, I, I, I wanted just to sit in the moment with her. I just wanted to sit there. And so I just looked at her and I thought, okay, is she going to guide it? Or is she just meaning go back and ask them grow up about what? Mm. Like what's happening? And, and so she caught on to that and she said, Karen, she said, continue. And I thought, oh, I like the way, I, like I liked her energy. And I said, okay. So I looked back at the guides and they said, well, tell her about her mom. And I'm like, Oh, that's not really my information to share. Mm -hmm. Like I had a moment there of what? Am I not crossing a boundary? Like, oh, and I had a like a freeze moment with the guides and they looked at me like, are you questioning us? <laughs> I am. <laughs> so I'm in all of my panicky moment of Karen being a human. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's good because if you talk to anyone, well, listeners who are very human, um, you still have to challenge a supervisor or a boss if they yeah. ask you to do something that's A, not in your job description, B, puts you in harm's way, right? And many bosses do. Right. So you do have to be able to stand up for yourself and go, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I just, I think I might have had a, I might have pooped my pants moment. <laughs> like, what's happening, guys? So I just thought, oh, shit. Do I do that? Am I crossing her boundaries? Mm. And that was my biggest concern is, am I crossing Beth's boundaries? Mm. I can't run out into the room and say, hey, am I allowed to do this? So I just looked at the guides and I said, okay, I got to trust you guys. What am I doing here? Make it clear and I'm going to give it a go. What am I doing? And they went, what we freaking said. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so I turned around and I said to Beth, okay, I said, um, your mom wants to leave your dad. And she went, really? About time? And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get it now. And I went, oh, okay. I said, so you're on board with this? And she goes, oh my God, yes. I just can't, I can't say it to my mother. She has to come to that on her own. I can't mother her. I'm the daughter. And I'm like, isn't that interesting? She's a young adult though. And it's like, hmm, okay. And I said, okay. So then I said, give me a minute. I want to listen to what the guides have to say. And they said, well, you have to tell her that this is her time where she can mother her mom. She can say things. She is a young adult. She can. She can take off little girl panties and, well, that doesn't sound very good. But you know what she I'm saying. She can put on her big girl Gr panties. Big girl panties and adult. Mm -hmm. Thank you for finishing my thought. <laughs> Making it clear. Everyone's wearing underwear. <laughs> and their own. <laughs> right size, right role. So I said, Betty, what their guides are really saying is, is that this is your time like to, I'll say act your age, mm -hmm. meaning that you really truly have to. You can't in one moment adult with your mother and then five minutes later whine and cry like a child. And she went, and she just had this like, and, and you could see that there was all of this lock in her jaw. Mm. There was all of this like anger, embarrassment, this shame, shame mode. I, like, I want to rip your head off. Like all in one second, 
she had all of these feelings of, what? And I said, well, the guides are saying that like you, you're ready to step up an adult and support your mother. But there's this aspect of you that's still extremely immature because you just want to get what you want. So you have a variety of ways to have temper tantrums. And, and it's time for you to put all the temper tantrums down and actually step up and mature. And there's a damn good reason to do it here for yourself, first of all, and second of all, for your mother. Who's transitioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, isn't that fantastic? If she steps up to all of that, what an absolutely gorgeous moment or moments, opportunities, experiences. Next chapter. Yes. Mm. And I said, Beth, you have to, or Betty, you have to be really careful. And I said, because as your mom's stepping forward, because she's going to go forward and do this now, the guides are firm that she's not going backwards, that you could either step up and really step into this relationship and become a grown-up yourself which is going to change your own relationship. And she went, hmm. And I said, because you're having temper tantrums with your own partner. And as far as I can understand, you're only a year into your marriage and it's done already. And she just went, yeah. Hmm. And I said, but it's done because of you. It's not done because of him. It's done because of you. It's done because of your immaturity and because you wear little girl panties. And you wear them with your mom and your dad, and you wear them in this one-year marriage. And I said, but you're, you're, you're older. I think she was like 24 or something, 22. And I said, like, those days are long gone. They're disgusting. And she went, and I said, well, don't you know that? Don't you know that other adults can see that you are having temper tantrums? She didn't realize that. Don't you realize that an adult male who's having sex with you and is healthy doesn't want to have sex with a child throwing a temper tantrum, both of those things, the combination, and any of the individual issues there? Yeah, but she doesn't, because that is what's so acceptable in TV shows now. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. I know I just totally want to crucify those shows, but she thinks it is totally acceptable. So she really does believe it's okay, and she really does believe that both her mom and dad should give her things she wants until they die. She really does believe that a, a husband, a partner, really should cater to her her moods and her whims. She really does believe that. She goes to work and believes the very same things that her coworkers and her boss should. So I sat there and I said, you're immature across the board. I said, you're not just immature in one or two relationships. The, the lack of parenting that your parents have done to tell you that that's unacceptable and to stop the behavior has literally flown, like seeped into every other aspect of your life. And whether you know it or not, at the age of 22 or 24, your life is on a crash course right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, you can't see it yet because you think you just got married. You just got a job. You think you're just stepping into things and mom's is the one that's crashing. You can't see your own crash because you've been watching your mom and dad's crash and waiting for it to occur. And I said... But as far as I can tell, your husband's willing to leave you faster than your mother's willing to leave your father. And she was like, oh, <laughs> oh, she just had the full. She And I said, do you really believe that you had duped everyone with your behavior just because you watched it on TV and thought it was cool? Mm-hmm. 
I said, you made those types of shows your role models? I said, do you not really think that there are other adults out there that actually get this? And I said, and currently, your mom could use you. She could use the support. She could use you growing up. This could benefit both of you at the same time. So you and your mom are on a course here, and it, the contract for the two of you is actually pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Where if you step up into this, you're actually going to be able to change the way that you behave in your own marriage. And your husband could sit there and say, now that's the woman that I thought I was marrying instead of what you're doing right now. Or Jesus Christ, your career, your, All in, of it. your income that you're dependent on. Oh, yeah. 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 But, and I get what you're saying, Kelly. But I know from talking to her that her attitude was, well, if I just get fired, my husband's working, he'll support us. And, and my if parents we need help. My parents, my parents yeah. will help if right. we need help. So I said, Betty, you're not taking accountability for anything. You think that your parents and that your partner and that everybody else is going to handle things for you, including at work when you behave badly. You think the coworkers are going to handle it. You believe the boss will. There's no level of accountability. That is not an asset. No, she certainly is not one. And so I said, you need to understand maybe or read up on the universal laws, and in particular, accountability and responsibility, process, some of these laws. And she went, oh, I thought there was just attraction or abundance. And I went, no, there are lots of universal laws. And I said, if you read those and understand what accountability means, you're going to understand why your partner would never be able to stay with somebody like you. But that he has to figure that out. And she went, he has to figure this out. Meaning he can. Yeah. And might. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I said, he has to figure that out about you. And he has to figure it out about himself, why he would stay with somebody that doesn't want to be accountable for anything. And why he would believe that he should be over accountable. And that he might be a little bit like your mom and dad. I don't think anyone's underwear are coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and I said, and that's a very good point, because mm-hmm. when the sex stops, when because it does. Yeah, you're just roommates at the, that point. You're that's just right. friends. And easily then they can both start looking towards other people mm-hmm. for sex first. But sometimes also he might reach out to actually look for a grown woman that is accountable, is mature, can handle all of those things, doesn't expect him to handle temper tantrums, and would find that person, whether they're as pretty as her or not, um, attractive. Mm -hmm. And and I, I said it like that because a lot of people think, well, as long as I'm better looking, they'll come back to me. Like, it's so messed. So anyway, we had a really good, short, fast bomb of a conversation Mm -hmm. about her lack of accountability in her own partnership, but then how it was tied into and linked into her relationship with her mom. And that her mom actually had created a lot of this. 
by being over-responsible for her daughter and then not actually participating in her own marriage in a healthy way. So that she could actually go, oh my God, and see it in herself with her partner, turn around and see her mom and her dad, and then be able to stop some of her own patterns that were her dad's patterns. Mm. So that she could actually continue to have a relationship with her mother, but get better. And I said, currently, you're very much like your dad. And she just kind of, she kind of bristled at that. And I said, and the ugly thing about this to some degree is going to be that he's going to prove it to you. Because if I'm correct about all of this, when your mom leaves, he's going to find himself a girlfriend your age. And that's going to hit you right between the eyes. And I said, so you can just wait it out. You can just see if the psychic is right. Mm-hmm. Let's see if she's any good. And I said, or you can get, because that's going to happen regardless, or you can get in there right away and start working on all those relationships so that no matter what occurs through this, dad's going to do it regardless, that you have your mom, that you have a relationship with her, because it's going to be hard for you to even want one with your dad when that happens. Mm. And your spouse at the very same time is going to be leaving you. So you're going to be angry. So what if we start cleaning this now? And I said, and when you leave here, you could just get into the car and sit and talk to your mom and ask her if she wants to share the session and if she's going through anything that she'd like to share with you. Because if, I'm, if you're hearing all of this correctly, things are really going to start to happen very quickly. And they're going to escalate fast mm-hmm. because her partner is going to make some quick decisions when her mom does the leaving. Yeah, that'll be a good example. Yeah. He's just going to identify with her and kind of want to, oh, well, then if everything's a shit show, yes, I might as well add one more stick to the fire. While you're grieving. <laughs> Yeah. And I said, yeah. if it's all correct from what the spirit guides are saying, I think that they're really trying to help you as much as they're trying to help your mother right mm-hmm. now. And I said, so you can you can go off and do what you want with this. You can believe me or not believe me. You can check in with your mom and see what's happening. You could go home and ask your husband if he's thinking of leaving, if he's tired of your temper tantrums, if he's like, you, you could check and see if all of this is accurate or not. So we ended that half hour. Um, The two of them went back, or she went back out to sit with her mom, and I went to do the receipts. So I went, I had to go find them down in the basement, so it took me a moment. When I came back upstairs, the two of them were sitting in the living room, and they were holding hands. So they had been talking, and I gather that one of them blurted something else out or blurted out a quick question because it was just a whole meltdown happening. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of came back up into the room and looked at it and went, okay. So something occurred. And I wrote out the receipts. They said that they had had a quick little chat. I wasn't, didn't want to listen or even engage because I didn't want to be further being asked to, to yep. work. I wanted them to do their own work. And they laughed. And there's a little follow-up to this one that I'd say about three, three, three months later, um, I got an email um, from Betty 
saying the daughter mm-hmm. saying that her mom was in the process of leaving her father and that um she had gone to some lawyers appointments and that Betty had accompanied her mom and would wait in the waiting room. Nice. And that she would ask her mom when she came out things like do you want to share anything with me? But if not, she didn't cross any of the boundaries. And that she had gone home and that she had told her husband that she was always having these temper tantrums and that she got called out by me, which is not me, mm-hmm. it's her spirit guides, but she said by me, and that she had decided that she was going to therapy. So he said while he appreciated that she was going to therapy, that he had already made his decision and that he was already leaving and going back to live with his mom and dad. And that there were no children involved and he just thought... um he, got, he said things to her like, I'm only 22. Like, I think I jumped in too soon. We should have just dated more. Like, I'm interested in, you know, I want to date other people. I still want to get drunk. Like, he didn't, he didn't address it. And she says he did everything he could not to address it and blame me. He tried to make it sound like it was that he wasn't mature enough. And she says, but I'm not letting that go about what you said to me. Good for her. And so... Yeah, and so I'm I'm in therapy, and she said, and I'm getting homework. Oh, good. Yeah, I like and the I thought, name of her therapist. Yeah, no kidding. And and she says I'm getting homework, and she says, and then I come home and I tell my mom what I'm learning, and we talk about it. So currently, my mom and I are looking for a place to live together, and we've decided that we're going to help each other for a little while. Are we allowed to come back? And I said, you are. But I said, I would suggest that you go see Kelly instead of me. Oh, thank you. And she said, okay, I can do that. But do you mind if I ask why? And I said, well, because she has all the same gifts as me. And I said, but Kelly is also a life coach. And I said, she has four years of psychology at Ottawa U. And I said, I really believe that she could help you better than me. It's not that she's a qualified therapist, because that's not how you practice. But I said, she is qualified as a life coach with four years of psychology. And I said, I I really think that you need the set patterns, the homework, the routines that are going to complement your therapist, the check-ins. She'll understand all the checking in like a therapist. And I said, and not just if you want to come to me separately then for channeling, I could do that separate to Kelly Mm -hmm. so that, mind you, you can still do the channeling for her. It's nice to separate it, though. And that's what I said. I said, you could separate if you'd like to have three people on your team to sort of have three people to balance things from. So they give you the homework, they do the checking in, and then you could come and just ask what your spirit's doing, and I'm just going to do just that kind of a Mm check-in. So it's a different kind of check-in. So I said, I'm going to send you and refer you in that direction, and you, but you do what you want with it. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. So I, we left it at that. And I don't know, you know, if she'll call you or not, because, well, she, if she is, she is. Um, but I, I, I thought it was a good story to share with people j- about just how dominoes fall mm-hmm. and how sometimes in a timely way when both those women came for a session that day, if you think about how she walked out the door and knew that her parents were going to go through all of that, that her husband was thinking of leaving already, that none of it was a shock. And that she could understand that in all of this, while all of this is going on, oh yeah, my husband's not an asshole. Mm. 
oh yeah, it's not just about him saying he's too young and shouldn't have done this. He's just not telling me, but I'm immature. And I'm driving him nuts. And he can't see a future here because I dead end everything with a temper tantrum. So like I thought that the session was so timely for for enlightenment, for awareness. Mm-hmm. So that her that all of the responses could be healthier responses. Mm-hmm. Or it could have really been really awful. Well, there's always opportunity for it to be really awful, but it's yeah. what people choose to make of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Kelly, because she still could have made it really awful and continued the temper tantrums. Well, she could have been great in the session and continued temper tantrums yeah. in life. Yeah. Right? Totally. Or had a temper tantrum with you yeah. and changed after she left. Oh, my God. Right? And like, people have done that. Yeah. They've had temper tantrums in the treatment room. They've slandered us and then changed based on what we've, what we've said or the totally. guys have said. Yes. That's so true. Mm. So true. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't heard from them since. It's, I haven't heard from either one of them, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool messages, though. Yeah, and it's food for thought for, diff- for, for some people, you know, like mm-hmm. just to listen to behaviors. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as you said, just to maybe to hear some other choices. See who you identify, or if you see someone else's behavior in these stories and go, oh my God. Maybe you see why someone left you. Yeah. Cool. Then we'll thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at com. Otherwise, we're back next Saturday with a brand new show. 